Rudy, you know, you were vindicated after I, when I was editing the podcast, I inserted it. Because mm. you said that Figrin Dan and his cohorts were from Beth, and you were struck down. Stephen, you incorrectly told them that they weren't. Sure enough, they're from Beth. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Did I say that? Wow. Well, I pulled that you. out of my ass. I forgot that whole conversation. Yeah. I, that was like 20 episodes ago. I don't know. I huh. think instead of Beth, I was thinking of whatever race. Uh, oh, my God. What's his name? Yinyub? No, the ad, the Blue Admiral. Lando Coruscant. used to be uh, just extended universe and is now in canon because he was in the Rebels TV show. I do not know. The Chiss. I was thinking of Chiss people. Yeah. Not oh, Beth, red eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Blue skin. Red eyes, blue skin, can't lose. Instead of thinking about him, you should think about my favorite Star Wars character, Pussy. Welcome to the Horse Hunting Rose, Tristan Horse, back at you again for episode 80, alert. 82. That sounds right. It sounds... I, th- I, I just heard a voice. It was it was me, I was talking to you. No, it was like an echoey voice. Yeah. Oh, man. And they say you're early to mid-20s, you start developing schizophrenia. Wouldn't it be a funny term for the podcast if I became schizophrenic? That would be such a kooky twist for my already stable friend. Yeah. Make a joke out of that. 21st century schizoid man. Uh, Kanye West. Mm-mm. He's just yay now. 80, officially, he's just yay. To my knowledge, he's legally changed his name to yay. We'll get back into him and Julia Fox update. Not good. 82 Folks. episodes. That's if you were, that's like 41 plus 41 episodes. That's insane. Do you remember episode 41? We were all so excited to reach the milestone of 41 episodes. That's like doubled now. To make 82. What are we doing for 100? Live suicide. I have no idea. I'm trying to figure out which which, which one of our former guests have been uncircumcised. Because I would like to do an a, a on-air circumcision. Mm. Um, I will remain a whole man. I think we You're should not re- a guest. I think we should Dumbass. recreate the defenestration. I like to think I'm a guest. And start the 30 years war. Mm-hmm. We should go to Prague and throw somebody out of a window. What do they call it? They pronounce it Pragu. I don't. I don't. Eighty-two episodes of Welcome to the Nutrition Horse. Back catch again for episode eighty-two. Sorry, we're one week behind. That's the first time that's ever been spent out of the podcast. Rudy was on vacay. I was, and Stephen and I were originally going to do a podcast with Patrick, but that fell through because we're moving and stuff like that. Uh, but Rudy, you had a good time in South Carolina with Drew and everyone. I did. It was very. Uh, it was very clean. Up now there. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Not too many mountains there. Probably They're, northern South Carolina. Yeah, well, that's... Are you just a big fan of black people, or...? Uh, Greenville, actually, strangely <laughs> white. Really? Yeah. yeah. Probably because it's so clean. Stop. Okay, see... I don't see like that's that. Rudy. I don't like it when you're like... That. Seriously? Why? On ML... On, on, on Black on History... On Black History Month. In Black History Month. Notice how they give them the shortest month. What's up with that? Uh, black people are historically very short. <laughs> That's, that's, that's true. That I feel true. like that's worse than what I said. <laughs> on Black History Month of all days, where we venerate all of these great black people like um, Robin. Robin Quivers. I hate that bitch. Of Howard Stern fame. She's not funny. Idi Amin. 
Baba, the last king of Scotland. The last king of Scotland. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. What was Robert oh. Mugabe? Rest in peace. What was selfish? Selfish. 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 Um, I didn't even know he was sick. <laughs> nice. That was at Norm Macdonald, uh, Bill Clinton, who was called our first black president. Um, Barack and Michael Obama. We venerate them during this month. Who else? Which one of the black people I can think Wendy of? Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams, who Wait. is now in a wheelchair and is losing both legs. Is What's that up? true? That's the rumor. Oh. She has I mean, no pulse in her legs. Karma's rough. Common. Sometimes. Formerly known as Common Sense. Common. He's another black person I can name. Who are some other black people? Yeah, like? For I a dollar, name the, 10 black people. Yeah, I, wanted, I couldn't do it. I wanted to play the game where Tristan just, uh, we say nothing, and Tristan just names all the black people. Okay, can okay, 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 okay. Dumas. Stop. King Ramses II. <laughs> the prophet. Uh, Elijah the prophet. Moses, the uh, main guy. Uh, Solomon. King Tutankhamun. More recent. More recent. George Floyd. Stacey Abrams. Uh, Michael Brown. Ahmed Arbery. Less recent. Um, all right. Um, Etta James. Um... Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Martin Luther King Sr., <laughs> uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, Morgan Freeman, Cassius Clay, um, Who's the guy who shot those people on camera and everyone likes him? Bud Dwyer. Bud Dwyer. He's light-skinned. Um, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, um, Black Stormtrooper. Um, Steve Harvey. Um, every contestant on Family Feud for the last 10 years. Um... Every family and married couple in commercials. I will not um, stand for the Puerto Rican erasure on Horse House. Uh, who's Puerto Rican? Contestants on Family Feud. Oh, yeah. Um, there's got to be more. This <laughs> <laughs> I want, there's got to be more. I want to... Uh, we should get one of those very expensive um, binaural uh, <laughs> microphones. That was, that's kind of like ASMR just then. I want to fall asleep every night to you a three hour track of you naming all the black people you can think of <laughs> oh I had some more but I forgot the 44 slaves my ancestor owned in Texas which is kind of a blight on my family Harriet heritage. Tubman Harriet Tubman Rosa Parks I, Marcus Garvey I recently saw a picture of Harriet Tubman as an old woman yeah she looks like the the chocolates fish from Spongebob she, yeah she gets all shriveled uh, up Sojourner Truth Rachel Dolezal uh, Johnny Cash's wife, who is supposedly Italian, but she looks so black. Not June. David Bowie's wife. David Iman, who is circumcised. That was a whole episode. Um, Grace Kelly. No. Um, I'm thinking of uh, Mika. Mika. No. Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash. Most of these hoes ain't got a clue. Candace Owens. Candace Cameron Bure. Is it Bure? I've always heard Burr. Jesse Lee Peterson. Uh, Jesse Lee Peterson. Um, 
Kofi Annan, former president. I thought of I was naming black people. Yeah, you guys but, can name black people after me if you'd like. Mm. I was just trying to help. All right, you fine. I'm going to bank up black people then. Elijah King, no. Elijah Cummings, who was one that looked just like him, who also died. The one that Marco Rubio got mixed up or whatever. Yeah, what's his name? Eli Whitney. <laughs> Jackie uh, Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Stop, yeah, he didn't oh, ask for help. No, I'm sorry. I was I was doing a joke on his joke. Billy Preston. Lead Belly. <laughs> Billy West. Muddy Waters. Bill S. Preston. Theodore Logan. Sasha and Malaya. Obama's mother-in-law, who also lived in the White House, who has to be dead by now. John Lewis was the John Lewis, yeah. One. John Lewis. Stephen knew it. You didn't ask for help. I, I asked you. Who. Yeah, I think you directly <laughs> I did, I asked him. You specifically. You made eye contact with me, but that was just after you I mean, said that we were not naming black people. He did look at both of us and say, who was that guy? <laughs> <laughs> 82 episodes of Welcome to Lord's Happy Black History Month to all my brothers and sisters out there who are listening right now. Shout out to uh, LeVar Burden also. There was a girl I went to high school with and her dad died when I was in 11th grade mm-hmm. and her dad had passed away. So she was, I'd always see her walking through the hallway and she'd be just like crying, you know, cause her dad fucking bit it. And, but she had the fattest ass <laughs> and I just couldn't help it. Like it, 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 it may have caught me up a little bit, but it did not, it did not deter me from lust. Torqued up Tristan just walking through building yeah. 5A. One time I was laying down. She walked up and stood over me, like my face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you want me to do right now? You're, uh, ask, you're asking me to act up there, shoddy. Tangent off of that. Did you or do you guys uh, get cry boners? Like whenever women cry? Never. That's like a, what sure you do. I'm sorry, please elaborate. That's like a thing. I, I, I I'm, not, I'm not calling been, you into question. I'm asking you to elaborate. I do not experience them. If I got hard every time I, I made a girl cry, I'd be out of cum years ago. Because I'm a lady killer. Put that you only on have shirt. a gallon and a half. I press that button with a very wet cup. On the yeah, I watched it seep behind the button. Uh, on the $600 Roadcaster. Who do I have here with me? Hey, it's Rudy. It's me. Hello. Hi, it's me, Steven. Whoa. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, this goes all out to all of you. <laughs> Red Fox, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Red Skelton. Red Skelton. Al Jolson. Etta James, Nina Simone. You did Etta James. Not yet. Joni Mitchell in the late 70s. Ella Fitzgerald. Say it on the mic, Steve. Zora Neale Hurston. Wow. I thought it was something Emmett Till. <laughs> Emmett Till's mom. Emmett Till's uncle. Ad. Abe. Uh, um, Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. Aurora Borealis, the icy sky at night. Paddles cut the water in a long and hurried flight. From the podcast to the fields of green. And the homeland on Cocoa Beach. They killed us in our teepee 
And they cut our women down. This is the whole original. <laughs> it is. They might have left some babies. I want. You guys always step going, on. No, no, no. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You guys always step on my bits. No, the bit the was you guys? they took it off Spotify, so we're just going to play the song so it was on Spotify again. <laughs> That's pretty good. Who's you guys? I like the bits. No, you know, I like the bit. I thought it was funny that you were you only replaced a couple of words. <laughs> well, that was to get around copyright infringement. <laughs> that makes it that. parody. You know, I'm dooming myself right now. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, I'm dooming myself right now. But there's never ever been a copyright uh, even problem with the podcast. Well, why would you say that? I guess Viacom or Yeah, because I make everything fair use by doing parody. No, there's an outro song every, <laughs> every Don't week. Don't remind them. They always turn off the show oh, 20 shit. minutes in. Yeah, the content match was fooled until the, now. <laughs> but but it's I guess it's just not as stringent for podcasts. No, I I don't believe so. I guess they just don't care. Well, and also I have to imagine I've never heard of any podcast getting taken down for copyright. So like YouTube uses content match, right? Where it just yeah. looks for the the sound or the mm -hmm. video. I bet with podcasts and podcast platforms, um, it's implied fair use. Yeah. And also, uh, are you gonna are you really have a computer sift through like hundreds of thousands of millions right. of hours of podcasts yeah. from like every Joe Blow looking for looking for song? Speaking of Neil Young, he pulled all his music from uh, Spotify in protest of the Joe Rogan experience. He said, "You should not start a crypto corner." Hey, true. Wow, what if what if Mr. Young is a listener to the podcast yeah. and now it's him trying to get Joe to kind of veer away from the yeah, crypto this is all by a, not being not by not having a podcast anymore. This is all a proxy war for the horse house. How embarrassing. Now I've been a Neil Young fan for well over ten years now. I have every single um record of his, mm -hmm. basically. Um I know that because I had to move my entire record collection from one house to another recently. Did you put it all in one box or did you split it up like I told you to? Just split it up. Smart. I, I did uh eight boxes. Yeah. Um it's wicked smart. Yeah, for every section of the IKEA shelf there was records. Um they got their own box. Yeah, and over the course of like a week too. Some say he moved them over to the new house in a big yellow taxi. We'll get to that bitch. But I've been a big fan of Neil Young, so any shit that I talk right now is out of love. Because I've been a big Neil Young guy. I think he's almost on par with Dylan in terms of songwriting. Brave. Um, well, they're both Canadian. Uh, that was like a dumb joke. They're, Bob Dylan's from Minnesota. Yeah. From Duluth. But uh, how embarrassing for Neil Young to publicly even think that Spotify would ever choose him over Joe Rogan. Well, and also, didn't he end up withdrawing his own? Part of the he contract? deleted the open yeah. letter. Like it. Well, and then after they still took it down. I don't think they took his songs off. I thought it was that he he got his, his he got his lawyers and they just took it off. Yeah, well, that yeah. he withdrew. Which in that case, whatever the dude just chose not to share a platform. Right. Uh, hopefully, he can make enough money off of just being Neil Young without Spotify realties. <laughs> well, he has a uh, he has his own streaming service, which I didn't know about, called Neil Young Archives. Is it's two dollars a month. And it's every album he's ever had. That's it. So, dumb. so it's. It's dumb because just you know go back on, onto Spotify. Hippie. Well, and also uh, this is the natural conclusion of streaming services where every artist has their own fucking service. We talked about that kind of last week yeah. with like streaming services. I think I cut most of that out because it got so boring. No, it was good. Um, enjoyable for us in the moment, but for someone listening, to, let's talk about cable. People but, love cable, but yeah, no, that's probably the route that it's going. I'm sure Joni Mitchell will have her own streaming service Can too. Can we get to whatever bitch you guys have a Joni Mitchell? I'm very excited. Oh, to hear. I, we well, have no well, bitches we'll, with Joni we'll Mitchell. We'll stay with Neil real quick. Um, what a shame, though. 
I don't understand. I mean, I understand like forms of protest by taking your music off of things. Yeah, I can understand why they do it. Alejandro Escovedo, I, I I tweeted about this in the middle of the night. And, uh, that's why no one liked it because it was in the middle of the night. So you know that's yes, yeah, it must be really hard for you to tweet and no one like it. If I would have tweeted. At 12 p.m., I would probably would have got 100 likes. You know what I mean? So Yes, sir. So no one saw this because uh, it was so late at night. Um, but, yeah, I, I brought it up on Twitter. Alejandro Escovedo, I think, who's a big Texas musician. He's a, a Mexican-American man, obviously. Um, he makes, like, Americana shit. It's good. But in 2005, um, George W. Bush published, like... Um, uh, the the press asked him. Well, presidents presidents were doing this way back when, publishing what was on his iPod, because um, you know now Obama for eight years he did a Spotify Wrapped or whatever, and the whole yep. country could just uh, squirt themselves over it. Uh, wow, Obama listened to Hamburger Lady. <laughs> That's one of his favorite songs on Spotify right now by Throbbing Grizzle. Show me the outro song, Hamburger Lady. But I, do you it know surely Hamburger already Lady? has yeah. been uh, only through knowing you and Steven. Yeah. Uh, but Alejandro Escobedo, once he found out that one of his songs was on George W. Bush's iPod, mm-hmm. now 2005, if, if you guys can think back, Rudy, I think you were only a twinkle in your father's eye back then. True. Um, but 2005 was like the start of peak We Hate Bush. Yeah. Um, that was 2005 to like 2008. That was three years of just like people hating George W. That Bush. That was the best part of uh, internet culture. Yeah. Well, they pushed the gas. Um, maybe 2006 was the start because uh, 04. I mean, he won. I think by a pretty large margin in it 04. Was a very, right? Some large margin sent you. <laughs> You're silly. It was a very divisive election, though. 2004. Yeah, that um, was, um, and, and it was, it was. I would say an election where the John Kerry. Yes, absolutely. There was a clear John Kerry, John Ross, the play. Cadre. Jonathan Ross, stupid joke. <laughs> There was a clear cadre of, of the American population that was ve- very against the Iraq war already mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think you could see a very strong divide in the culture. But, surprise, very strange, the Democrats nominated a milquetoast, feckless centrist yeah. that ended up losing. Um, and I think he kind of rallied around the idea of maybe we'll pull out, mission accomplished. Then they did the surge and Hurricane Katrina happened yeah. at the same time. And, um, yeah. They, uh, yeah, because not to go more into the Iraq war, but, uh, and you deleted the cable segment. I, I think uh, this last thing I'll say something no one's um, ever talked about on a podcast after 9 11 and in 03 when we officially invaded, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone, uh, most, not everyone, that's an erogenous, an erogenous statement. <laughs> that's a, uh, erroneous. boy, howdy, erroneous statement. The libs. You know, the, the a lot of people of different walks of life were for invading. Um, only only everyone, one person in Congress voted against it. Exactly, Jill sure. Stein and they, <laughs> <laughs> Madam President Stein. Based alert. Uh, everyone thought it was going to be like Desert Storm, where you're there for like 19 months and it's yeah. like one and done, and you're and, and you're gone. And now, of course, it's been 19 years since we invaded. 20 years, basically. Vice is um, a very good movie. Guess sorry, I, I said an erroneous statement. Many people voted against the I was, Iraq War. I was going to say, oh, it, I'm thinking oh, this of, is the Bernie thing, wasn't it? Yeah. No, no. Tucker Carlson voted against it. <laughs> no, I was thinking of, uh, I want to say there was a female congressperson from like Tulsi Gabbard from Hawaii. No. Hawaii? Um, 
and I believe she voted against the Gulf War in okay. 1991. Yeah. Which, I, the Gulf War is great because we got awesome bootleg Bart Simpson shirts from it. <laughs> no, I, on God. What, two Americans died there probably? I don't know. Um, How's that for risk reward? <laughs> <laughs> two Americans laid down their life and Betty White earlier and those uh, were in the, the year. Only, and, and we those got were, great Bart Simpson shirts. And those were the only two people that died in the war. That's yeah, it. It's, it's, it's amazing, actually. Uh, but Alejandro Escovedo, once he found out about this, this song that was on Bush's iPod, he vowed to not play that song anymore at live shows yeah. uh, until Bush took it off of his iPod. He ended up just reneging on it in 08. Because he was about to leave anyways. He's all right. I'm just gonna. Uh, but uh, it. Sorry. No, you're good. It is weird seeing like uh, musicians and politicians clash. Like, yeah. uh, Paul, well, they've been doing that for years. Paul Ryan and Tom Morello. I mean, like, was that a thing in the oh. in a Twitter world? Oh no! Yeah. Recently or 2012? This was, I believe, during Paul Ryan's oh, Paul, uh, uh, vice speaker presidential of the house. bid. Oh, well, he was speaker of the house, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, no, that was John Boehner. Wasn't Paul Ryan a big top dog after he ran for vice president? I don't think so. No, he got a really good gig in Washington. I thought Paul Ryan was on like Trey Gowdy tier at this point. He was from Wisconsin, wasn't he? Right before John Boehner, he was Speaker of the House or something. No, because I remember seeing him. He was he was either he was he was sitting behind Obama for a long time. Yeah, when Boehner left, I think when the Republicans had a majority in the House, when Boehner left, I think he was Speaker. Yeah, because it was kind of a it wasn't really a meteoric rise, but he went from just some vice presidential hopeful to kind of having a big dick. Yeah, he was the fifty fourth Speaker of the House. Not for long, two years. Um. No, 2015 to 2019. <laughs> Damn, good. Yeah. He was Speaker of the House till 19? Yep. Huh. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, then Pelosi right. took over. Yeah. So Alejandro Escovedo, he took this song off of his iPod. He he wanted Bush to get off his iPod, and so he stopped playing the song live. But this kind of goes into like the Neil Young and Joni Mitchell thing. It's like when it comes down to it, all you're really doing is punishing the fans for doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, especially the Escovedo case. Like you are only George W. Bush isn't going into your concerts, dude. Like you are only punishing the fans here. Well, in theory, in theory, I suppose with the Young. And the Mitchell situation, you're taking away revenue from Spotify because of twofold. One, people aren't listening to the music. Yeah. Um, and two, you might cause people to themselves deplatform mm-hmm. either either subscribers or other artists. Yeah. Um, this is such a tired and tenuous conversation over free speech. Yeah. I mean, like, it it, it, re- it, re- it really and truly is because, like, all, all that's really spawning in the cultural discourse is whataboutism. Like, uh, you know, um, the, the, the Rock says Joe Rogan's, you know, has the right to say whatever on his podcast, mm-hmm. and then people bring up him doing Ching Chong Bing Bong. Yeah, which both which was, don't give a shit. Well, they're still, yeah. They're 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 bad, but also products of their time. Clearly, yeah. uh, where it wasn't okay then, but it was it was something that was completely culturally acceptable, yeah. right? Or you come out and you're on the Neil Young side, and people bring up bad stuff that he said in the '80s and '90s. <laughs> Rudy, can you pull up what he said about AIDS in the '90s, yeah, just sure. real quick? And can you do your best Neil Young impression while you do it? I will not because no, I know it's going to be bad. And that's what I like about it. I um, I don't like that. And ultimately, we can't have a conversation over, like, 
why do so many people listen to Joe Rogan instead of our elected officials? Is it because our elected officials are bad? Is mm-hmm. it because we have a bad public education system in America? <laughs> Pin real quick. Rudy, can you read out I'm loud? Not, I'm not going to do an impression. Now, this Give is us a, a quote. Canadian accent. Now, this is a quote. A quote from Neil Young during the AIDS epidemic in Rolling Stone magazine. A quote that Rudy is reading from. So this everything is not he says Rudy's is, opinion. So yes. everything he says is okay. This is a, yeah. Is it from that was an interview Rogan controversy. from recently. an interview with Melody Maker. Mm-hmm. Oh, Melody Maker? I thought yeah. it was Rolling Stone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> On the AIDS epidemic. It is scary. You go to a supermarket and you see a faggot behind the fucking cash register. You don't want him to handle your potatoes. Did he? Why do you have to put fucking in a, behind the fucking counter? It makes him sound like he's really angry towards homosexual grocery store And then he really loves potatoes. <laughs> he really loves potatoes. Uh, That's very funny. Yeah. Uh, and Joni Mitchell did blackface. Do, do any of those really matter? And so did Howard Stern. Who gives times. a shit? You know? Well, like, it's, it's just like. And, and I think she's stated that she kind of regrets it. I can imagine. She, it was a pimp alter ego, which... Uh, sorry, just to circle back for a moment, I sent it in our group chat. Uh, a self-written article on Rolling Stone by Mr. Morello. Oh, yeah. Paul Ryan is the embodiment of the machine our music rages against. Yeah, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Rage Against the Scene live at the Capital One Arena. $250 tickets. Go on. Wow. They got fucking alert. It's just um It's all so tiresome. We can't we can't they're like like yes, we have free speech and yes there should be repercussions to free speech, but like no one no one with any modicum of actual power in this country is ever going to realistically be cancelled unless real physical charges can be put on it. And like we've seen unless you're uh, Harvey Weinstein or uh, Jeffrey Epstein and it's so blatant, like, and, and that, and that's me too. That's not even free speech. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's all so muddy, and it seems, and I'm not an expert, but ultimately, what it seems like is it's just being weaponized by people that are not acting in good faith. I mean, this is gonna open, open up just a huge can of worms here. You can get canceled though. Like Roseanne, her life is basically over. Yeah, that's fair. She has YouTube and a podcast but her life is over that's fair i would say that um in the grand scheme of things though um in terms of like as the ancient greeks would say pure oikos like pure Mm -hmm. power yogurt um oh that is oikos yeah Mm -hmm. power yogurt brought to you by oikos Hmm. i would say that roseanne in her position that she was in like 2017 yeah um, 2017 was far less powerful mm-hmm. than Joe Rogan in 2022. <coughs> yeah. Um or or any of these people that we've mentioned previously just because she was very popular in the 1980s, still a household yeah. name, but in terms of power or equity very little. Mm-hmm. Um it it's just it, it's so tiresome because, again, all, all I can really say is it seems like all of these debates and conversations are really just weaponized by people on both sides that are not acting in good faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're not people that are legitimately concerned about issues. They're not liberals that are legitimately concerned about racism or public health. They're concerned about Joe Rogan's status. And on the right, they're not concerned about defending free speech. They're just concerned about owning the libs. And no. this is just what... Frankly, all public discourse has been for about the last 15 years. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about you guys. I just get so bored about people acting in bad faith. It's just not, it's not interesting. It's not entertaining. And there, nothing productive can come from it. In 2022, I would like to see more people act in good faith. I don't know about you That's guys. So brave. I like to see people start breaking good for once. Well, also, in 2022. <laughs> start what? fixing good, rather. Now, unlike most people who have an opinion, I have been known for the last six years to listen to the Joe Rogan experience. And Joe's cringe. He's not funny. He's like Jerry Seinfeld in Seinfeld. You don't watch Seinfeld for Jerry. You know what I mean? Uh, Most people who are true to themselves and who don't lie will tell you that Jerry is perhaps the weakest character on (laughs) Seinfeld. He's just uh, George, Kramer, and Elaine. How can you top that? Mainly George. Uh, Mainly George, too. Um, But He's the straight man. uh, Yeah. I listen to Joe Rogan for the guest. uh, And that's usually only nowadays Michael Malice and Tim Dillon. Uh, I listen to the Joe Rogan experience, and there's this whole vaccine drama with him. And I'm always ready to, well, this will, of course, be biased because I have my opinions on vaccines. But all I've heard Joe Rogan say on his podcast is if you're immunocompromised, old, whatever, get the vaccine. Totally go for it. But if you believe yourself to be a healthy person, you know, you don't don't get the vaccine. I don't know that his words are the only concern, though, right? Because, like, well, he got in trouble because he brought those two people on. I don't know the like the inciting incident. The inciting incident was he brought whatever the dude who helped do the mRNA, one of the founding guys, super like, oh, smart the, guy, the monoclonal antibodies guy. <laughs> Is that a joke? No, no. This guy helped invent the mRNA. Oh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, and so then he doesn't have too good thoughts on the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Peter McCullough, okay, he was like one of the biggest um, cardiologists or something in like. Uh, one of the most celebrated or I don't keep up with most published. He's like the most published cardiologist like in the country. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't have nice things that say about like vaccines or something like that. Yeah. So that was what happened. That came out. He got a lot of flack for that. And then Neil Young pulled his music. And then Joni Mitchell did too. People say, well, you know, they, they were, um, they had polio when they were kids. Yeah. So like vaccines probably hit closer to home than to them than like uh, the average person. Right. Um, but my thing with that, with to circle back, like if it wasn't for Spotify, I'd probably never listen to them. Right. You know what I mean? And like in a time when music seems to be going down in quality, you kind of want like it to be, like the old good music to be accessible to people. Yeah. Um, so in that respect, it's a shame. I mean, he made the choice. He made in, the choice. In terms, of, in terms of devil's advocacy. I guess I would say that the people that support what Neil and Jody Mitchell did is that like Rogan platforms these people and with a platform like Joe Rogan, when you platform people, it gives them credence. Yeah. Like it, like it, it promotes them as an expert. Right. Even though like for lack of a better phrase, it seems like Rogan's pretty pro choice on the vaccine issue. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, the idea is that like, he does not in himself perform any devil's advocacy yep. mm-hmm. or platform any people that are in favor of the vaccine. And in that regard, he never, I don't know. I, I don't listen to him. I've made that pretty clear. Yeah. I find his show kind of boring. Yeah. Um, it's also tiresome. Yeah. It's all just like, uh, but a lot of people are saying that, that this is the reason why people are trying so hard to 
air quotes cancel Joe Rogan is that he gets more like um, views and like the actual media does. Yeah. I think a lot of people are saying that that's one of the reasons. But if why. you also think that Neil Young cares about that, and I, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I don't know if Neil Young actually physically owns a computer. Yeah, no, he seems like the kind of guy who doesn't. Um, Bob Dylan a, definitely doesn't. He, he owns the, boxes of Ponos. It's just Ponos that he hasn't sold, just new old stock. It's like the, it's like the 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 hanger at the end of Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark. It's just <laughs> filled with fucking you, Pono players. We were, we were, me and Patrick and Steven were watching YouTube last night, and, mm-hmm. and we, we wanted to watch something about Pono, and Patrick typed in Pono to YouTube on the TV, and it auto-finished those popular searches, and it was all every like troubleshooting Pono. <laughs> like every single one. Pono like, won't Pono, turn on. Pono on sick. mute. Pono sound yeah. issue. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, who knows? Who gives a shit? I don't know. There's so many... Like, my thing is, like, maybe it, we're just all plugged into the internet too much. Have are those, fun. Are those gap joggers? Uh, they look just like Gap joggers. They're old navy and they're owned by the same company. Yeah, so. I probably same factory, same everything. Yeah. It's just way more expensive at Gap. I I got three pairs of Gap joggers for Christmas like two and a half years ago, and well, I guess when we're talking about December, you really have to know if, if, if whether or not it was two and a half or two years, huh? Because depending on where you're on the calendar currently, two and a half uh, that could be totally that could that could be in fucking March. You're cooked out. Uh, but it was a December but, to remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had three pairs as a Christmas gift. You know, they're sixty bucks each. Mm-hmm. I find I'm down to my last one. What does that mean? Um, I just wear them out. They're so comfortable. Wait, they, and also you're wearing them in order? No, like, j- j- just all three of them. Wear oh, them. okay. Just, just uh, I, I. I thought you I were like, yes, I'll them. use up yeah. the first one, no, the second. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this pristine pa- pair of joggers <laughs> in my closet, folded up. Yeah, because well, I haven't uh, burned through the first one. Makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, the frame. <laughs> But no, I... Uh, when you have strong legs like Tristan. Yeah, and also a huge cock. Because the, the the crotch literally disintegrated one night. I was watching TV, and all of a sudden, I went down to touch my cock over my pants. And I said, oh, that's straight up ball sack I'm touching. Just the crotch disintegrated. Thank you, LBJ. Um, one time, nice. Uh, one time, I was out filming clouds for the last movie we all made and i was running around town saw people i knew talked to them and stuff and then i i sat down in my car which was a 1993 ford mustang body drop top as the people who we celebrate And then I Steven realized I, I got in my car to go to a new location, and I said, "Wow, I'm like these leather seats are ice cold. I can feel it right through my pants." I realized all day long my my right ass cheek. I wasn't wearing underwear because I barely ever do. Because why? There was a huge tear in it, and like my you ass didn't feel cheek, the wind or anything. I mustn't have. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I all day I, I saw my aunt and my cousin and talked to them for a while at the gas station. Well, my whole ass cheek. Yeah, was you found out. out that day who really has your best interest in heart, <laughs> right? I knew a kid in high school, um, and like I was close with a teacher, so mm-hmm. uh, like I would like hang out in his room at lunch and stuff. Um, and he was just like, "Man, Stephen, it was a weird day today," and I was like, "Why?" And he and he said. Like he didn't, I can't remember the exact words he said, but there was this monster tarred kid that we went as. Oh my Rudy, God, yeah. As Rudy would say. Jeez. Uh, well, no, as Brian Cox would say in the hit movie The Ringer. Oh, well, you say it all the time. Monster Cro- Monster tarred for the green mud. <laughs> monster Crocs, go on. Uh, anyway, there was this very large, uh, like, 
like six six, three hundred pound, um, not fully special needs, but like like dissociative anger, Gary. Uh, but he also had a very deep voice, uh, and my teacher had to like take him in for like a one on one test or something for a penis inspection. Well, he came in the room and he just had this giant oversized. Yeah, he did. He just had this giant oversized pair of sweatpants on, oh. but like clearly he did not come to school. In. And he asked the young man, "What's wrong?" He was like. My mom had to bring me a new, uh, uh, some new pants. And it was like, he had to know, right? So he was like, why? He was like, he asked just, this in front of the entire class? No, it was like oh. a one-on-one thing. How'd you find out about it? The, the, the retarded the, kid the te- told you? No, the teacher told me. Oh, go on. Kid just looked him straight in the eyes and he said, I was in class and my cock came out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say he shit his pants. Was, see, that's kind of a rude story to yeah. tell about this retarded just feels kid. Very mean. My cock <laughs> Hey, do you remember when Lenny Kravitz cock came out? What a fucking flopper on that guy. Yeah. Happy Black History Month to him as well. I forgot about him. And happy and divorce to his, ex- his ex-wife, Lisa Bonet. Divorcing Jason Momoa. She's marrying Jason Momoa? Divorcing. So she's had two divorces now? Yeah. Jeez, lady. How did uh, Lenny Kravitz's cock compare that's to... How, that's how... It's, to Pete Wentz. There must be cheaper <laughs> ways to tell people that your pussy's bom- not bomb. It's <laughs> shitty. Mid. What was your joke? No, I was I was asking because I haven't seen Mr. Kravitz's penis. Oh uh, yeah, there's a it, piercing right at the top. How on does the it compare to penis? other celebrity penis? John Ham. Oh, is John Ham's cock out? Uh, you can does see like Olivia know about this. You can see a pretty pronounced outline while he's jogging. Oh no, you can see Lane Kravitz full cock. How did how did it compare His to pants? Pete well, Wentz. yeah, but I'm saying I'm I'm curious of a comparison in Pete size, Tristan. Wentz. Pete Wentz. I don't think you ever can see the head. I think you can't. I think it's. Last time I saw this, I was a kid. I thought Pete Wentz was so hot. Great. And my uh, his dick is like stretched downwards with his pants. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's right where the head would start is mm-hmm. where the pants begin. So I guess you could say you could see the base. Nice. Uh, but no, Lenny Kravitz, hell of a cock. He's cut. Uh, just a big like mocha colored cock. Yeah, no. I'm trying it, it's, so it's hard not to find this to dude's dick. They're all censored. Who, uh, John Hamm? All the, no, Lenny Kravitz. Go on Tumblr or something. I don't know. No. That's where all the horny Lenny no, Kravitz heads go. All oh. the Lenny Kravitz uh, groupies. What's his most famous song? What uh, the fuck does he do? Fly Away, right? Oh, he does give the, me the beat, boys, yeah. and free my soul. He does the cover of American Woman. That was famous. Oh, from does the 90s. Does he not do Dragonfly song? No, he, he, he does. Oh, but okay. You already said it. I was just asking. So when you saw the fit, the, the, the photo... Of Pete once of Lenny Kravitz video, yeah, yeah. Did you want to suck it? Get away to a bathroom so you could masturbate. That's, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, one more thing. Keep on rocking in the free world as a sarcastic song. I need everyone making memes out there about how Neil Young will try to censor one person but sing keep on rocking the free world uh, the next day that's a sarcastic He's song saying the world isn't free it's a well, sarcastic whenever song. nardwar says it he's sincere though i see a woman in the night with the baby in her hands neath an old street light near a garbage can now she puts a kid away and she's gonna get a hit 
She hates a life and what she's done to him. There's one more kid that'll never go to school. Never get to fall in love. Never get to be cool. Keep on rocking in the free world. 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 Have you found Lenny Kravitz's cock yet? No, I I moved on to John Hamm's cock. I need to see this, John. I, Olivia has never even published a photo of there's this. There's a there's a ton of <laughs> pictures of him with like a pretty she noticeable loves bulge. John Hamm. What's his name? Was Juan Hamm? He was from Mexico. I'm trying to find the best one. <laughs> What's what if his name Hammond? was Juan Hamon? Is Hamon Hammond Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> Did, uh, do yeah. You, um. I've been on like a big Pancho Villa kick lately for some reason. Yeah, that's it, like it, a, that's he, an Eric Andre line. It's, <laughs> Just a really long silence. He's one of those characters where he was good but also bad. What if AMC did a crossover special and was called Breaking Mad? That's and good. Walter White built that's, a time machine. That's good. Point. That's good. <laughs> You're too proud of yourself. It's fucking stupid. That's oh, why. oh, wow. That's a full-on cock out one. Yeah, cock and balls. Yeah, that's totally soft, too. What are those Lennons he's wearing? Look at that, dude. Shit! <laughs> uh, I call him Hot Ham. I call him Hot Damn. Uh, Pancho Villa's horse was named Sete Lewas. That's pretty cool. What's the translation? Trisha Paytas? 
Seven leagues. What does that mean? Is that horse terms for how fast they can run? Is league not a measure of depth? Right, like 20,000 leagues under the sea by Jules Verne. There's something weird about that. Leagues or it could be a distance. Yeah. Like maybe he ran seven leagues in like five minutes one time when he was a baby horse. Baby horse. Horse do 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 do. Baby horse do 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 do. Baby horse do 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 do. Baby horse. Nay. Siete lewas. Shakespeare says, full fathom five, my father lies. A league is a unit of length. Oh, uh, so it was probably some sort of racing thing. My horse can outrace your horse by seven leagues. Yeah, something can run like seven that. Leagues. Do you think about Pancho Villa? Stop he was the guy right. with the windmill, right? You know? Don Quixote. I call him John Hamote. That's not bad. That's not bad. This is kind of a bit what of if a his name was, form. What, what, if, his name, what episode, if his name huh? was Don Elotes and he was delicious street corn? I do love Mexican street corn. That taught me to enjoy mayonnaise. I never uh, ate mayonnaise yeah, no before gross. I made that. I'd yeah. never tasted mayonnaise until about a year ago when I made this. It makes it makes street corn bad. Uh, I think that mayonnaise may be like one of the main ingredients. I think it might. Don't make they slather you bad. mayonnaise and then so put the? It's not like straight mayo. crushed it's up like, takis on it. It's a crema, so it's, it's flavored like, mayonnaise. Yeah, and it's also sometimes sour cream. It's yeah, Mexican it's crumble never cheese sour on cream. it too. Uh, some some places it is Mexican crumble cheese. Then I would call it inauthentic. Mm. You ever? It's weird because I know that you like that street corn. You ever? I know Over, you like that someone, street someone corn, boy. Overpriced. Wait, where? Where's the street corn at? Mm. Wait, wait, where's the street corn at? I got an idea. Tristan, can I hand your views, please? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, do you want a charger? Yeah, but I can't plug it in anything. There's a different True. word to Sorry. our Texas listeners. There's a different word for elotes once it's off the cob. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Corn. Right yes. Um, what if it was creamed corn and instead of crema, um, used gogurt? I hate you. Or perhaps the Trix brand yogurt that was wild berry blue. It was half blue, it was half red, it came in a swirl. Do you guys remember the yogurt containers where they would have like candy in the top? And yeah. Like it's a little cup? They still sell it. Oh, do they? Yeah. I used and to I eat the, the shit out of that when I was mm-hmm. a kid. I always thought the yogurt was going to be delicious, like Trix Yoplay, and then it was just like regular Greek yogurt. Yeah, it was good. There is Dude, not... fucking crunch, little crunch yeah. bites yeah. in Granola. strawberry. Granola. Ooh. It's called granola. No. You like that guy on Reddit who asked what the green crunchy stuff no, is fuck on you. Uh, the no, there were cr- at, uh, no, Taco bitch, Bell. The candy crunch. Is that a real thing? Yeah. The candy bar crunch. You're familiar? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like a Heath bar. You're rude. Up. You're rude. Dairy Queen? Uh, a crunch is like, a, it's like the Hershey's proprietary equivalent to, uh, no, sorry, crunch is to Nestle as crackle is to Hershey's. There's crunch no greater pleasure. Puff In terms rice. of yogurt, let's go my yogurt bullshit real quick. I'm not a huge yogurt guy, but I have some opinions. There's no greater joy in life than getting an ice-cold container of just Yo-Play vanilla yogurt out or Yo-Play strawberry vanilla yogurt. Just getting a spoon and just kind of pecking out of it. I'll yeah. be honest with yeah. you guys. Um, Sorry, bud. A, a great simple pleasure in life. I feel like such Fucking a get some pussy. A, a trifle. I feel like such a a slut when I use a yogurt based dressing in my salad. If you've That's ever had a, if if you've ever had a yogurt based ranch dressing, you feel like a bit of a tawdry harlot. Bit of a tawdry Hepburn. Here's something no one knows. 
at home about Tristan Horse, the famous podcaster. I don't eat any dressing with my salad. No Based. dressing, nothing. No ranch, no vinaigrette. Based I good. want just a plain house salad. That is a completely fine and respectable opinion. Uh, not too many. Don't many, many don't have that opinion because everyone always says, you. wow, Tristan, uh, nothing on that. Yeah, I people love it. You. People give me shit about that. Oh, you're the same way? Yeah. Yeah, it's, there's no, why are you, all the sweet, green, crunchy lettuce and carrot shreds. Yeah. And, and you want to ruin it with like fucking ranch? Well, and also I fucking hate ranch. Yeah, no ranch make, is gross. I make you've never had a yogurt base. I make one. two exceptions. If it's Caesar dressing that's been like homemade, mm-hmm. it's not like Kins or some yeah. shit, or like just garlic oil, aioli, just oil and vinegar. Okay, yeah, yeah, garlic aioli. That's the only ranch I like. Mm. There are plenty of garlic good ranch salad right? dressings, but well, there's nothing wrong. It's garlic mayonnaise. Yeah, aioli. Oh, oh, that's sorry. Sorry, it's mayonnaise. Aioli, yeah. Which like ranch mayo. is just basically a seasoned mayonnaise? Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, Gross. don't ruin a salad with any sort of liquids or creams. I don't understand it. Just enjoy what the earth has given you. Yeah, some delicious, sweet, crunchy. There's greens. plenty of salad dressings that come from the earth. You're like he's playing the role of Rudy today, and the earth can't hurt. No, I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't get so reactive that you hit back at the other side. Don't bite out in anger because people plain simple salad. Hey, even take a a a wedge of lemon and squirt it over it. Even better. I have maybe a I have maybe a a hotter salad take uh, for our audience. There's a dressing for that, Tristan. No, but I mean, like you you just described a dressing. Cucumber salad slaps. Oh yeah, some ice cold cucumbers, baby. I will be completely honest with you. The flavor. Profile of raw cucumber is one of my least favorite. You're foods. so you're fucking wrong, wrong dude. I yeah, enjoy. I'm I, getting you a cold cucumber. I insane. enjoy cucumber water. I enjoy lots of different things with cucumber in it. Putting them in your ass. But a large <laughs> wedge of cucumber in my falafel pita, in my delicious. But you won't tabula, eat like a cucumber by itself. Like in falafel. my salad, I don't care for. I don't I like really care for cucumber. From McDonald's. I could eat a cucumber like an apple. That's great for you. When, when I was a kid, my mom I would buy a, like a, like a corn it. cob. No, when I was a child, my mom would buy just a cucumber and I just eat it like a candy bar. Yeah, on the that's couch. cool. Yeah, and also a bag of lettuce. I just sit on the couch and eat lettuce. Yep. Yep. But also, um, one of my favorite treats back when I was a kid was a whole sleeve of saltines. You just lay in your bed watching me eat saltines. I've done that. Oh, I need to buy some saltines. I've done that. I almost with died delicious, doing that. With it's a delicious ranch on <laughs> With a delicious dressing on it. The, uh, I, uh, oh, hey, this is the worst podcast you've ever done. Yeah. Just for the record, we went from cable to uh, capitalism <laughs> as butter a whole, and to salads on a saltine cracker. I believe that. Hard to beat. I'm going to be honest with you. I have a very controversial jelly opinion that I would like to calories get off of my for a sleeve. Not bad. What's up? Apple jelly is delicious. It is. Yeah. I would go as far as to say it is my preferred jelly over strawberry or grape. You would even better. Apple butter. Oh, apple butter is delicious. How do you guys feel about truffle fries? Not a fan. Uh, I tried truffle fries at a, at a local joint. Um, and they were disgusting. They were the worst thing I've ever had. I tried them on my vacation. They were delicious. What's on that again? Truffle. So often you'll either... Mushrooms. What? Mushrooms? Well, I mean, a type truffle of snipping dog. Uh, yeah, no, fuck no. I don't eat any fucking mushrooms in any context, any oh, really? situation. I do not oh, eat mushrooms. Oh, you and I are going to butt heads on that one, bro. Nope. The yeah. thing, the thing what am that, I, like a fairy princess? Now, what is delicious, Tristan, is when they press Mushroom oil from mushrooms. it, like a vegetable oil, but it's truffle oil, and then they make an aioli with it. And it's truffle actually butter guy. And also quite delicious. Also, truffles don't have like a completely similar flavor profile to, to 
They're actually quite different. They're more nuanced. (laughs) I want to hear you say nuanced about mushrooms. (laughs) You're you're quite a nuanced man yourself. We're not so different, you and I. I had something else to say about this week. Did we do the cold open yet? (laughs) Did we we start recording? (laughs) None of the cast of Ghostbusters had died. But I, I did accidentally predict a death. I congratulated Amy Schneider on surpassing Madame Modio in the <laughs> next day. She lost. And Steven, who's you're you're in a bit of a funk today. I don't agree. You've been reserved and you've had mostly a scowl on your face. I have not I have not been scowling. Rudy, you you've you've sensed a little bit of a funk. Which it's okay to be in a funk. No, there's, I there's, funk two, there's two things there's two things I'd like to say right okay, now. Okay, I was trying to come to your No, side, there, there are two things I'd like to say. <laughs> I'm, before we cross any derision on the show, I would like to state... Cross. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. I would like to state that I'm in a pleasant mood. Are you? Yeah. That's good. I, yeah. You seem and, peeved. Well, no. I, I, I was in a pleasant mood. I've been, in, I've, been in, mood. I've been in... I've been... No, I've been in a pleasant mood for quite some time. I even. was getting mostly sedate energy from steven oh, I, not yeah. like upset and stoner vibes no just like chill and i was just having just a good rare. time hanging out with my friends which i i mean i always do so so if i'm not like bouncing off the walls it doesn't mean that i'm in a bad mood this is definitely a hangout episode i'd yeah. say yeah and you know what it's fine if if our listeners are mad i have this to say the last podcast was two hours long yeah and, and the one before that was almost three hours we're, you know, it, we're yeah. Recharge those batteries. Yeah. Sometimes we gotta take a couple weeks off. Wait, no, Sometimes I don't like whenever we do, we do this. Episode. We have to put a full stop to this. I don't like whenever we go down the spiral of just couching the episode. No, I'm staring like, directly well, yeah, at the road. We're tired, and I'm also like the, I'm the talking to the audience good. right now. I will say though that resting for three weeks in between episodes does help. Yeah, yeah. I I love you and I care about you and we're probably best friends. Um, and, you're and looking if you're at no one right now. Who, which one? I'm, I'm looking at the roadcaster because I'm talking oh, to the audience. Oh, you're talking to the and, audience. And if we hung out, soy. I would laugh at all of your jokes and we we would just have such a good time. So he expects the um, same from you. No, I'm I'm doing a joke about parasocial relationships. No, stop. Um, don't be mean to me. What Steven? is coming? You guys can dish. You know, this dude. Is, why this are you is, attacking? Steve, no, no, no. Uh, Rudy this is right the real now. crux of it. You guys can dish it out, but you can't take it. Are you talking to them or us? <laughs> I'm talking to everybody now. I'm taking on all comers. I think. I think How about that pre comers. I think that you guys How about big comers. You know, small comers. You just think I'm in a bad mood all the time, and I'm not. I don't but always if I said, think you're in a bad mood. But if I said you were in a bad mood, oh my god! See this? You're picking a fight right now, he is Steven. <laughs> I don't know you're why he's doing a fight. I have no idea what you're talking about. Next segment. Oh, do you want to explain your Amy Schneider theory no more segments. to the one Jeopardy viewer who listens, two Jeopardy viewers who listens to the show? Okay, so I came up with the delicious... As fast as possible. I, oh, yeah. I came Please. up with a delicious theory. Um, and it was, you know, I, I think there is some credence to it, even though it started as a completely a joke to the point where uh, I have now put uh, Tristan's mother if I may say, uh, directly on the side of this theory. Um, Jeopardy has gone through, in the past 18 months, a lot of hurdles. The passing of an icon, Alex Trebek. May, may God rest him. Uh, Piece of shit. God? May God Whoa, rest him. Oh, I would never say that about the Lord. Alex Trebek, who I think you, has probably replaced God in your head. Um, and then... <laughs> And then there was, the then there was the big uh, Mike Richards controversy with him at the Laugh Factory. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Beat you. Me to it. 
And um, Jeopardy had lost a lot of its target audience, you know, like uh, it's it's 18 to 45, 55 to 70, typically more educated, typically more suburban uh, demographic, right? And they had to regain their trust back. How do you do that, right? Because uh, you can only put Ken Jennings and Miami Bialik back on there as temporary. They didn't. Even, they didn't even agree to go with a permanent host, mm-hmm. not someone that they like. Well, is that going to be forever? Who's to say? We don't really know. I wouldn't mind it, but um, Ken Jennings, I think, is the best fit. I think Ken does a great yeah, job. He does a fantastic. I really I, do. I, I like his cute lisp. Yeah, and 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 it's just it makes the most sense. Yeah. When I was a kid. I was a huge Ken Jennings fan, and I always said I wanted him to have the job when Alex retired. I could, I, but you know, um, how are you going to earn back the trust of your primary mm-hmm. audience? Yeah. Well, how are you going to gain new viewership from an audience that you maybe never had in the first place? The answer is the buzz saw. Now. People like to watch Jeopardy because they think they can get the questions right. They think that they can compete. But what they love on Jeopardy is when we have a buzzsaw, a champion that wins and wins and wins and is dominant and blows you away with their intelligence. Tristan, how often do we see a buzzsaw historically on Jeopardy? Uh, the last big buzzsaw was what, James Holzhauer? Yeah, which yeah. which was at either at the very beginning of the Trump administration. Yeah, or uh, I can't I can't honestly remember. Or that gay bartender who shopped at thrift stores who allegedly didn't like Chris him. Hate. Yeah, no one likes him. Uh, uh, Buzzy Cullen was Buzz- probably after. Yeah, and Buzzy was only even on for like whatever six it was. Days. It was a long time ago. They are few and yeah, far between. Because Jeopardy was. is hard. Yeah, we all like to think we're good at Jeopardy, but Jeopardy is hard. You have to know a You're little bit. You're good at home, but on Jeopardy, you have to get the first click in. Yes, that's, that's have, the problem. You have to have an. It, you have to be very fast on the buzzer, a very fast reaction time, and you have to have, know a little bit about a lot. You have to be able to find the daily doubles, yeah. and you have to be confident. Um, the odds of us having back-to-back buzz saws—it's nuts. In and the profiles of them. First of all, who is our target demographic? Eighteen to forty-five, suburban, educated, and then your elderly population, mm-hmm. right? Typically leaning suburban, typically leaning liberal. You get a, a frankly handsome, college-educated guy that's in a going, goofy way. Yeah, but goofy, approachable, quirky Zoe Deschanel type, Matt Amodio, all the way from Yale, and he wins America's hearts. Mm-hmm. And frankly, moists up some bitches. All yeah, right. No. Now, uh, so how can, soppy. Yeah. How can you top that? Right? Because he's like he's like future Ken, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the Ken thing in 03 all over again. And then what do you do? Was that 03? I believe so. Wow. And then what do you do? Amy Schneider. Mm-hmm. A brave trans woman. Mm-hmm. How do you appeal to liberals more? How do you appeal to liberals more? No, it's there's no and greater she comes, way. And she comes on and she's just she's brave and she's out there and she's just dominant. She's dominant and she's incredible and she wins us over and she's open about who she is. And America falls in love with Amy. I really believe it. I really believe it. Did you not? Did you not? There are people in our own lives, Tristan. We also that are, fell in love with segregation, too. <laughs> no, that was I'm, not funny. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. There are people in our own lives that are elderly that used Amy's proper pronouns. Yeah. That described Amy as a woman. My uncle respected Amy's pronouns. Yeah. Uh, he, and, he, he's a hard one to catch. Yeah, and and, and been missing for a week, <laughs> folks. And and here's the thing: 
Here's the thing. His wife left. <laughs> Today. We'll talk about that after the podcast. Um, during. During. No, there's no reason. <laughs> Amy lost. Yeah. A couple of days after passing Matt. Mm-hmm. Right? She, she could have kept going. I think, I think a day. Two days. Final Jeopardy. The final Jeopardy question that knocked out Amy Schneider was this country is the only country that's English language name ends with an H. I did not And is one of the top 10 most populated countries in the world. Come natural to Rudy. Mm-mm. I felt Your like someone like Amy from there. that was a very Bangla- obvious Bangladesh. question. You're silly. If you, even if you just start going A, Albania doesn't have a high population. B, oh, Bangladesh. I, it's true. I was going to say Utah. <laughs> I felt Stupid. like it was a really honest answer. And here's the thing. She didn't write an answer down. Which is she so didn't even weird. Guess. She didn't write an answer down. So well, there's I, really no guessing. So that was, my, that was like the first that, right? thing that itched my brain. But here's well, the I, thing. Either you know it or you don't. I almost confirmed this. Like, I was so... They knew I was on to them. Tristan, I'm really... I believe this because I spoke too much about it near my phone. Right? And I got some of the horse family on my side. Mm-hmm. I, I believe they got wise to me because I said, I said, the next buzzsaw is going to be a Muslim woman in hijab. Mm-hmm. And I was watching, the next time I watched Jeopardy, after I said that, there was a hijabi woman who was performing excellently. And she was leading going into Final Jeopardy. She got a very easy Final Jeopardy wrong. And yeah. that was when I knew that I knew too much. You think they would have let her go on a little longer? Oh, oh, you you think no. that they heard what you said yeah. and they cut her short? I was I was on okay. the trail. Yeah. I was on the trail. She really said, bombed the final Jeopardy. And they said, "Sorry, Zoha, you can't." They don't mess with the Zoha. Fuck you! I was gonna do it. Michael Davies, the new producer of Jeopardy, he's listening to me right now. And hey, Michael, I love your podcast. Didn't he uh, do Garfield? <laughs> Jim Davis. Michael Davies has a podcast called Men in Blazers. He talks about soccer. So you're saying that they were planted by Jeopardy and did their clickers have dominance over other clickers? Like, 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 how deep does this conspiracy... You, you, you know what I mean, Rudy? They weren't yeah. being how fed answers. How deep does this conspiracy theory go? They weren't being fed answers, because that goes back to, like... the They the, were or they weren't? Weren't. Because that goes back to the genesis of Jeopardy. I believe yeah. there was a there was a, uh, there was was a a fixing for the $64,000 question. It was fixed or something like that. Mm-hmm. A show like that. And the whole premise of Jeopardy was, we don't... We give you the answer. Yeah, yeah, you give us the question. Like, yeah. Um, Which I still don't really think is how it goes. That's fun. But It's fun. But it was almost in response to that, and it, it, it was pretty smart. Um, How deep does the conspiracy theory Matt go? Matt and Amy are both incredibly smart. Okay. Um, I think that it could have been as simple as they had a better buzzer. Mm-hmm. It could have been as simple as... But they had to field for super smart people, though. These were just random people who were kind of goofy, um, who would win the hearts of millions. Would you sacrifice your integrity for $1.7 million? Yeah, of course I would, in yeah. a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. sacrifice it for ten bucks and a blow job. Especially anyone. as someone who probably is who is a, a a PhD candidate at Yale, probably has a lot of student yeah. loan debt, and as someone who probably would like to do a lot of gender confirming surgery. Yeah. Um. Go on because there's kind of an update to what you're saying here. Here's the last thing that Amy about Amy. Mm-hmm. Amy loses. Yeah. Amy had a very popular Twitter following. Yeah, Amy posts um, a, 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 a Twitter thread. In the last tweet she wrote, she said, 
for those of you that left Jeopardy or those of you that started watching for the first time during my run, I ask you to do what? Not keep following me. Not not pursue your knowledge. Keep watching. Yeah. All right. That's Steven's theory. There's no reason for them to not call me back unless it's fixed. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I can't find it, but Jeopardy has Jeopardy. Amy signed with one of the biggest agencies in Hollywood for actors and stuff, which is strange. Hmm. Um, but Steven, you said that you had a bit of a delicious theory and I think that I might have to give you the Paul Hollywood handshake because that was quite the delicious theory. Thank you. Um, and this is actually like stepping off the, the soapbox for the theory. Uh, in response to that for Amy, I say good for her. Yeah, no, good for Amy. She seems like a really great person. and She, she secured it. the bag and got the fuck out of there. Get big old titties now. And I cannot, and I really and truly cannot wait for the tourney of champions where hopefully Matt and Amy will meet in the final. If you're perusing at landfill and you happen upon one single cock, know that Amy spent her money well. Next segment. Update on Kanye West and Julia Fox. They're like evil now. Kanye's like mean? dropped the Jesus thing and he's posting all these photos that have very demonic energy. Monkey. Just choose it. Oh yeah, the skinned yeah. yeah. The skinned monkey was like the start of it. Um like creepy demonic looking photos. And I hate to say this. Um Julia Fox looks like shit. Whoa. She's like skin and bones. She's wearing her hair like a dyke. <laughs> <laughs> She looks bad. She just she, well, she has her hair up a lot. Yeah, and there's there, there's one thing <laughs> which, I as hate. we all know, makes you a lesbian. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm going to tell you this right now. Two things I hate. Three things I hate that women do: wet hair, wet hair, cut their hair short. Short hair on a woman it makes them look evil and not <laughs> fuckable. Wait, is that there's no exceptions for you? Sometimes there's a cute girl with a pixie cut. <laughs> But other than that, makes you look demented. <laughs> and three, put your hair up. I hate it. Oh, I hate a woman with put up hair. I want that flowing long. Someone call it down a, your breasts. Natalie Portman and V for Vendetta. Someone no, no, way too short. Someone call it a, it's a shaved head. Yeah. It either needs to be a high pony or Still down. Natalie Portman. We do now, not. A high pony will get me wild. We do not want a limp dick pony. That's what we no. call it around these parts. No, you want a high top pony. Super cute. Tug on it while you're fucking him from behind. But Stop. Julia and how did that not get a loo? Julia, <laughs> Kanye, they look evil now. They're it, wearing weird makeup have, on their faces. Say the black swan mascara that Julia's been doing lately is like kind it. of strange. I wish he could knock her up with another nonverbal child. I should, I should clear that it's. <laughs> I was watching one of those Vogue seventy three questions. Reference? No, I was watching one of those Vogue seventy three questions saying terrible cancerous. Uh, we meant to do a commentary for them, but we still know, can one day. Yeah. It would just take some setting up uh but i was watching the kim kardashian one and kanye's in it a little bit and and they they show their kids i was thinking what if you 
They really do look evil. They, it's demonic. It's like he's totally given <laughs> up sorry, Christ yet again. To. Julia looks like Will Ferrell's assistant in the Zoolander movie. Never watched Zoolander. Never wanted to. Wasn't there a part two that and, no one and cared com- about? And yeah. compare that to Uncle Jem's Julia. Oh, no, exactly. Did you say Uncle Jem's? Yeah. Okay, I thought I misheard, but I was like, that's way too big of a mistake for that to be a joke. Uh, yeah, they look demonic, and I wish they would both come back to the Lord. Uh, I was watching the Vogue 73 Questions video, and, I, and uh, the kids were in it. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny if they all had just nonverbal kids? Just have never talked in their entire lives. Wouldn't it be funny? Would it? Connie had just a... I was going to say stable, but that's a little slavey. Because um, usually I'll say slew. stable. Get a slew of children. Get a slew a of nonverbal and children. And I think you say that because of the Lou Reed song, I Want to Be Black, a stable of Foxy Yeah, I, I, that would be the outro song, but sure enough, we already used it. Uh, so pray for Julia Fox and Kanye. Um, that's, I know Julia. Yes, sir. That's not her scene. She may have fucked The weekend in the movie Uncut Gems, which takes place in 2012. This is how I win. Um, this is how I win. This is how I win. I'm going to come. <laughs> this is how I come. It's not her scene to be with Kanye, who's like formerly a huge Christian who has Sunday services and loves Donald Trump and talks shit about Harriet Tubman. That doesn't seem like Julia's bag at all. This is this has to be clout chasing. Yeah, it might not it might She's not trying be. to fuck her way to the top and good on her. It might not be a a, a very like uh, famous college rock song from the nineties by the band Jawbreaker, but it's a bad scene and it's everybody's fault. Um what I would want to say is like it's very unfortunate. Um, Kim and Kanye are currently having like a very like uh, on brand, but also a very public feud over their children's use of TikTok on Instagram. Um, I'm fully on Kanye's side. The kid shouldn't be on TikTok. Oh like, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, but he's it, insane. But I gotta be with him as like a, for is in terms of sound points to make or criticisms. Yeah, they should be on a TikTok. Recent picture of Kim Kardashian. Does she look even weirder now? She's starting to look like Cher. Yeah, she has like that long, straight black hair Gross. now. Yeah, Cher is, is hot in a certain Cher light. And never Cher is hot. also part Armenian. No, she's not. She is bullshit. Look it up. Cher's half Armenian. She's she's part Armenian. Yeah, her dad her dad was an Armenian truck driver. Shake on it. Rudy, can you pull that up? Uh, but I wish she may not be. Romani, but she certainly is a gypsy, a tramp, or a thief. It may be fun. Sorry, Stephen. It says she's American here. <laughs> it may be fun to laugh and joke about Kim and Kanye being so, um, so, so public and so. Stephen is correct. Really, Armenian huh. American truck driver. What is that last wow. name? Wow, uh, Sarkis- Sarkisian. Sarkisian. Yeah. Oh, like Anna? oh, like Anita. Anita, not Anna. I was going to Anna Kasparian. Oh, true. Um, they mm-hmm. have children at stake. They should probably go to a counselor or something, not be so public and so extra about things. You kind of have a whole family that you've made. Um, act more responsibly, and that's Tristan's take on this. My take on Kanye I, has not I went changed. to therapy for six months. I graduated. <laughs> My take on Kanye hasn't changed in about a decade. He's a he's a brilliant man. Yeah, he's a genius. He's a, he's a brilliant man that... Kanye um, West. Black History Month. Mr. West. Whether he... Donda West. He uh, realizes it or not... Kanye Daddy. Needs help. 
Yeah. And, and the people around him are very predatory mm-hmm. and they do not want him to be well because it means that their gravy train would leave the station. Yeah. So if, if, if in some strange form of events, yay was listening to this, he's, he's been a hero of mine actually for a very long time. I, I, I truly think he's a brilliant man and it, I'm sorry. It, it, it hurts my heart so much to see him like this. It really does. Um, as someone who's also had their, their own, their own struggles with mental health, uh, it, publicly and, and privately, um, to see a man go through this it, on such a platform, it, it really draws a lot of emotion out in me. Mm-hmm. And I just wish he would come to his senses. So like, if yay, if you're, if you're listening to this right now, oh. all I would want to say to you is, wake up, Mr. West! <laughs> I, I knew it. But Steven, your eyes are getting watery yeah. and red. I thought, I, I was like, this has to be a bit because he's saying so much. He's building yeah. up so much. Well, but then I thought he was just going down like a spiral. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Steven's heartbroken right now. I was trying not to make eye contact. Wow, good job. That's really good. I almost welled up some tears. Oh my it's been a God. While. That was fantastic. You guys said I wasn't bringing the energy earlier. I needed to bring it. Oh, I'm so sorry, Rudy. <laughs> it happens, though. I need to hit your views. I'm dying. I have no control over it, sweetheart. Me and my $1.98 <coughs> in Ethereum. Apologize. With that sound, that triggers Struson's Red Light Challenge. <laughs> I remember I used to be a huge fan of Cash Cab. What was that guy's name? The man's name, Mike Rowe, was. Uh, I always got Mike Rowe mixed up with him. <laughs> yeah. I want to call um, him Benjamin Banneker, who's the guy who planned Washington D.C. Black History Month. Gail Bedeker, I think, was his name. Uh, it's breaking bad heads up there. I like to see you fixing good this year, though. But uh, what were we just talking about? I was looking for the viral article. Red Lake. Mike yeah, Rowe. I remember. I, I was so cute as a kid. I loved that show, and I always wanted to be on it because my dad knows a lot of trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a kid, I fancied myself as a trivia guy. Now I am a trivia guy. I know a, lot, a little about a lot, and it's never helped me in life one iota. But yet I've spent most of my time memorizing it all uh, and reading about it. Uh, but I remember it was always a van taxi. And I had never, I, I, only knew, I only knew New York City from movies. So you never mm-hmm. see any van taxis in, in old New York movies. You see you know, the yellow cabs. You know, and Jody so Mitchell. I thought, I, and yeah, and very nice. They, they paved paradise, and they put up a parking lot. Like, what the mm, fuck? Bah, bah, bah. I wish we could do that. To, I, I wish, I wish we could pave the JRE Studios and make it some sort of rooftop garden. I wish we could have uh, paved over the camps in the late 1930s and kept all this from happening. <laughs> true, true. That's, I'll give you a horse on that one, Stephen. That's beautiful. My family was going to New York City that summer, 2008. Chafe of a lifetime. And Chafe of a Lifetime, hated it. <laughs> I redeemed myself with New York City in 2016, though. We became friends after that. But I remember thinking, when we're in New York City, we're going to have to look for this crazy van taxi. There's only one like it in all of New York City, and we're going to be on cash cab. It's going to have the light-up fucking ceiling. It's going to have that fucking child molester in the front seat rattling off questions. And then guess what? You go to New York City, and most of them are fucking van taxis. Tristan's about the clip of the week. There's a new Pinocchio movie coming out. And really, they're really? saying, yes, it's a, it's a CGI um, not see it's a, like a cartoony CGI movie uh, from Lionsgate, pretty big distributor, mm-hmm. pretty big company. Are they owned by Disney? No, 
if if they are, Disney needs to give them a little more money for animation. Uh, but people are kind of talking about this because it's the first ever. What are you looking up? Lionsgate. Oh. It's the first really movie cartoon to use gay voice for a non-gay character. And everyone's freaking out. Take a listen to how this Pinocchio sounds. I don't believe my eyes. Your name will be Pinocchio. Tom Kenny. Father, when can I leave to be on my own? I've got the whole world to see. That's not real. And after Lionsgate saw all the gays, all the lesbians, gays, bisexual, transgender, and intersex people talking about this and celebrating it, they have Lionsgate has now called it the yassification of Pinocchio. But this gets deeper. It's millennials freaking out about this, so happy about it. These millennials, though, aren't... Sorry, it's Gen Z... It's all Gen Z freaking out um, and celebrating this accomplishment with this terrible voice acting performance. Because I was going to say the voice acting is bad. It's not that it's not that they're they're yassified. It's just can we get can we get some of the emotion? And that is Tom Kenny, by the way. It's funny yeah. you picked it up. Which is weird because he's very good. Father, when can I leave to be on my own? I've got the whole world to see. That's Keep not in Tom mind, Kenny. Geppetto is Tom no, Kenny, and uh, yeah, Geppetto yeah, is fun. Oh. No, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Now, these Gen Zers aren't too familiar with the 90s because it is not a gay man who plays Pinocchio, <laughs> but Polly Shore. Is uh, it really Polly Shore? That is Polly Shore. Polly Shore. You guys want to hear it one more time? That is Polly Shore. To verify that it is Mr. Shore. Uh, it's just Polly Shore being Polly Shore, too. It's just Polly Shore literally doing his voice. The second time the Laugh Factory has been mentioned. Sorry, the comedy store. Believe my eyes. Your name will be Pinocchio. Father, when can I leave to be on my own? <laughs> yeah, that's just fucking Polly Shore. And so now Lionsgate is even laying into it that it's the first gay Pinocchio. I hate that. Uh, so that's your final. Polly Shore is going to come out. Good on Polly for getting some work though. Do you, yeah, right. Do you remember? Because I mean, he was in the nineties. He was the biggest guy in the world. Yeah. Uh, but then he did like those two that, movies, and it really kind of that very him depressing in. video where he with him and Joe Rogan. That's a Joe Rogan bit. Yeah. Wow. Biodome. Um, we only talk about three things on this show, huh? <laughs> Biodome, Joe yeah. Rogan, and uh, Polly Shore. Pussy. Yeah. This was. Uh, let's just play this real quick. This is this is uh, Polly Shore bitching. And being a little baby on JRE about how he doesn't get any gigs anymore. Hello, freak bitches. It's classic. Yeah. I know it's a yeah. weird, it's a weird, like, I was at the Funny or Die thing last night, and I was with Will Ferrell, it's not depressing. to drop names, but I'm a huge fan of him, and, and he owns the site, and we were talking, and, and he, he just owns gave Funny it up to me. He's like, dude, you started it all. You know, and so he goes, I used to watch you on MTV. and it's I, I knew that he was huge in the early days on Funny or Die, with the landlord and the landlord video with him and his three-year-old daughter. Yeah. Very cute. Oh, this generation doesn't know what I did. Most of the kids, the 25 oh. and younger, they don't know That's that I started true. MTV. They don't know all the films. I mean, they don't know. True, they though. think Sandler. They think all right. these other guys. Yeah. But they don't know that I was the first. I was, you know, at the well, time. I mean, what good is that? Because MTV was so big. Yeah, you were the first celebrity. You and like Dennis Leary. You were the first like celebrity. Dennis Leary <laughs> became a big celebrity off of MTV too. And then yeah, it was like he, remote he control. In some movies, but I was starring in a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> I was albums. 
albums, all that stuff. And I was, was in like my shit. 20s. Maybe so a hot awesome take for the room. Dennis, Dennis Leary is awesome. infinitely more funny than yeah, Molly But growing up, and like, Man's a great in the movie, store, though. like from the time you were as, as old as you could remember, being a part of the comedy store, and then all of a sudden being 20 and being famous. Yeah, on like, MTV. Uh, it was the when best. MTV I was gigantic. Look at I had my own billboard. Look it was you. sick. It was, like, was that wrestling. episode of Futurama he's on? Okay, I, had, awesome. I sold out all the shows at the Roxy. You know, I had an album, and I was doing all of it at once. Was it weird? It was so much fun. It was so much fun. That's why now, when I look back on my films, I get kind of sad. Oh, why? shit. Because that time in my life was my happiest time. Damn. But why does it make you sad? Because um, I'm not cause happy, really Joe! Amazing. And now life is still good, but it's not like it was. I did an Adam Sandler film. I don't know the the the, uh, Sandy the last Wexler. one he did, the Sandy, um, Wexler. Sandy Wexler. And you know, you go up on the set, you know, and Adam's starring in this film, and I'm not. Oh you my know what god! I, mean? I used to star in films, and it's it's, a, it's a weird feeling. <laughs> I used for to star me. in films. Like I'm happy to be on the set, and I love Adam, and he's an old bitch to yourself. He's doing that thing. It may be cathartic doing that in front of millions, but it just makes you look pitiful. I get what you're saying, but it's it's got to be one thing to like have it all, and there was no like to my knowledge. I I wasn't really. I'm not. I'm not going to front like I'm the biggest Polly Shore fan, but like there wasn't like a there wasn't like a crystallized moment for his downfall. It, just it was just happened. a slow gradual. Yeah, you just stop stop getting gigs. That's the thing. Like, well, that's like the worst way too. Yeah, he, he named all these people that came after him, and that's the thing. Yeah. You you start it. You create this form of character you can play, and then people come who do it better. Yeah, yeah. and then people listen, innovate on it. Take solace in that you were the great, right. the you know, the godfather, the the founding father of it all. You know what I mean? Um, episode eighty one of Welcome to the Worst House. Every two, what Stephen? Well, I was gonna say like like Rudy said, people innovate on it, but. Polly Shore could have innovated on itself as well. You, 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 you have things. to adapt. Well, I, mean, adapt. I mean, those are your choices, right? Vince Vaughn can... stopped getting work and he started doing serious roles. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I mean, uh, Leslie Nielsen was a popular dramatic actor in the 50s and 60s and early 70s. But listen, he, he, he kind of fell out of fame, started being on game shows all the time. And then guess what? He became a comedy actor. Yeah. And was more popular than he ever was. The Naked right. Gun is The Naked Gun is one of the best comedy oh, yeah. films of all, all time. All of those, uh, I think there's the the, uh, the Zucker Brothers. I don't know, Jeff. You'll bitch at me about that. But what are you gonna do? And he did uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. He the did... cool thing about Airplane, Dracula Dead and Loving It, Mel Brooks's last movie, uh, not the best. Uh, but the funny thing about Airplane. Which, uh, Naked Gun, they're such good movies. I, I don't know which is the best movie. Airplane's so fucking funny. Um, the the thing with the bit with Airplane was they got a lot of actors from the 50s who did straight lay serious roles. And they had them deliver funny lines and play funny characters while acting like they were completely serious. Yeah, And that's where the comedy came from. And, and then Leslie Nielsen aped that until he died. Yeah. He, he would do hilarious funny things and be totally straight-laced. That's where all the comedy came from, from Leslie Nielsen. He was so fucking funny because he was so serious. Yeah. And and the writers played to the advantage, like when he does yeah. the Police Squad stuff. Yeah. Like, police Squad, I have all six episodes on DVD. 
great show that no one ran for. I think they made ten episodes, ran for six. And but it's it's like perfect like noir stuff. Yeah, but it's just over the top. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. They were you know how on old sitcoms. Um, the scene freezes and the credits go over. Mm-hmm. Um, in Police Squad, they would just freeze their bodies and try to stand as still as possible while the credits rolled. There's Dumb. also another scene where someone's at a dinner party and they say, would you like to walk through the Japanese garden and talk about things or whatever? And they, they're walking through the garden. It's just Japanese people standing in pots. <laughs> it's so fucking, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Watch uh, another, I think it's a Zucker Brothers. I don't know. There was another guy, too, who did the movies with them. I don't know. Uh, they did Top Secret starring Val Kilmer. That's one of those airplane-esque slapstick like parody comedies mm-hmm. um, that is so fucking funny and no one ever talks about. Val Kilmer becomes like a spy or something, uh, like a James Bond kind of character. I kind of forget. Um, Talk about a guy who has fucking but, range. Right, but he uh, in the movie, he starts out as like a pop singer, and he was all of his songs are about skate shooting. <laughs> like That's his bit as a musician. He only sings songs about shooting skeet. That's your Violin Clip of the Week. Thank you so much. Gay Pinocchio. Uh, I guess he goes to the nearest bathhouse. A guy bends over and uh, he tells a lie. Am I right with that one, guys? Stop. He had cancer and he's skinny now. Val Kilmer has a trait, and, Rudy. Yeah, and he doesn't look he ugly. Like this. He doesn't look he ugly like in that. Now. He doesn't you, look ugly in that. He still looks handsome. Me. Dude, Top Secret. I think that came out. I forget when that came out. Um... Jeff will crucify me yet again. He's always, to Jeff's credit, he's always keeping me grounded, always correcting me, and I appreciate it, Jeff. Um, but he was so, I, I, I forget when Top Secret came out, but so fucking hot in that movie. Val Kilmer, he's a young man, hot as shit. So handsome. Now he's all tricked out on a Thursday yeah. night. 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, FLA. 321-323-9521. They still, they still have e- E3. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Unfortunately. Listen, I heard man. G4 would do the, like, the all-week coverage of, G3, of yeah. G3. G4's back. Are they? It's just a Twitch channel now. Oh, God, Ooh, so, so not really back. <laughs> that's so sad. I'm I pretty could, sure Kevin Pereira had like some huge falling out with him. Well, no, Kevin Kevin Pereira's running it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like he's, I, no, it's, it's I, like, I could bring G4 back right. on Twitch if I wanted to. I mean, to. it's, it's kind of cool, actually. How about Olivia Munn? Oh, God. How about, I, oh, uh, I loved her so much. How about much. Kate Underwood? I, was that on X Games, X Play? Yeah. Um, and she had that co-host who was like a total... Just a hard person to read on Twitter. <laughs> he was back during Trump. He was one of yeah. the, the Nazi busters. Him Adam and Ron Sessler. Perlman. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just a big, tough guy online talking about punching people. Sarah Jean Underwood. Sorry. You, were, you guys remember um, Candace from You Pick Live? We already talked about that. Never you, mind. Pick <laughs> um, you Pick Live! You Pick Live! Nickelodeons, You Pick, pick live. live! I think Candace was also on G4. for. I think she was on... Um, Attack of the Show. Attack of the she Show. What a great show. Was Remember, that was so much fun. You can watch it on Twitch. They always have so oh, much fun gross. on that fucking show. If they have Attack of the Show on Twitch nowadays, it's like they a just split stream it on a loop. Yeah. Uh, G4 was great. Though. I love G4. It d- um, I, I will say I watched an episode. It has. On Twitch? Yeah. Like you tuned in when it was live? Because like, I saw it work? and I was like, okay, I'll check I mean, it out. It as well. It, yeah. it has a very. 
attack of the show vibe to it i really? don't know if that's still funny to me or not attack of the show had all that cool like art and decor on the walls yeah like uh they, they, they would have like olivia munn with her face transplanted over like kind of like a geisha and shit yeah. with big tits olivia munn i think not much in the i don't think she's really in the ass game though i feel like she's like, she Asian. was just in the pregnant game yeah true she's <laughs> asian so she's she's probably flat-assed Olivia Munn, yeah. she's definitely half Asian. She has to be. I think she's half Chinese. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive she's half Chinese. Her big breakout was when she got a, a role as a media person on Iron Man 1. Oh. That was her Wait, was that intro before, into the mainstream. Was that before or after the newsroom? Uh, by Way before. She was in the newsroom. Was that a she sitcom? Was, she was also in one of the uh, X-Men first class sequels. Well, yeah, she was saying, fucking someone famous. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Childish Gambino. Was she also with Childish no. Gambino? No, it's mm -hmm. a, in one of the songs. Texting with Olivia Munn, hoping that she'll give me some, or some Rosie Jones, man. Yeah, Hose she's hot as Hose fuck. Man. And racks now on, she, on gave, racks, man. She, uh, she gave uh, birth to John Mulaney's child. Ugh. Oh, so she didn't have Aaron Rodgers' kid? No. Aaron Rodgers is now married to Shailene Woodley, who is, is, she, on is he? The Secret Life of the American Teenager. <laughs> All the things you chose that because wasn't she in Neurodivergent? She was in also. <laughs> well, um, I still think that was probably her, the most famous. Fault, thing in she our, was in. fault in our stars, isn't the? Oh yeah, the mm. fault in our stars. Uh, what was the? Uh, what was I think the, Divergent. She was probably the biggest thing she was well, in as well. America, it, it wasn't enough to finish the books. I mean, that was oh, that they was her, finish the books. In the no, movies? oh, that's no. sad. And that was that's her, bad. I mean, that was her breakout role, Secret Life of the American Teenager. That's kind of like when Ralph Bakshi and his company made uh, Lord of the Rings Part One. Yeah. yeah, just never finished that shit. Um, what was uh the last name? Win is Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah. She typically, is, she's half Vietnamese. N G Y N. Yeah, yeah. N G U Y E N. Um. Are we good voicemails? So that would be voicemails? Indochina, French Indochina. What? Is that still an okay oh. thing to say? Well, that was its Can't colonial be. name. Yeah, I learned a fun thing. Yeah. Some people still refer to that place as Indochina because it's in between India and China. But uh, the word um, the word foreigner in Vietnamese is the same word for French. So, like, if you are a foreigner from any country, Vietnamese people will just call you French. Really? Yeah. They saw some trauma. Yeah. Yeah. But. Because of the French, we do get the delicious bon mi. Can't eat a bon mi unless it's on a French baguette. That's insane. Folks, colonialism. Wow, gang. Uh, it, <laughs> what a, what Kevin. A uh, I missed Christmas by quite a few weeks to drop in such a, a beautiful, voluptuous present. Such as having Chris and Olivia on the show. What? Uh, he likes the so Chris and Olivia. Uh, I'm only 30 minutes to watch, so I can have a call because I was just so excited. I uh, appreciate the belated. I think that it's not done yet, but I think all of the truckers honking in the background <laughs> were, were was was messing with the sound. Uh, I think he was calling from a barrel going over Angel Falls, <laughs> the uh, Canadian side of Niagara Falls. I'm only thirty minutes to watch, so I can have a call because I was just so excited. Mm -hmm. uh, I appreciate the belated presence uh, of you guys. So I have nothing interesting to say. I just uh, what else is new? Just got two. I just you know what I mean. I feel like. Uh, you know, I don't have to do something other than yell and paint on my walls. Yeah. I think Kevin got came on your walls. 
I think he got some of his favorite, blizzard on his phone. I was listening to you guys talk about the, um, the people selling shirts. <laughs> is this a joke, Kevin? She got so fucking embarrassed. Is uh, when it comes to Dominican, sells shoes. They're like, you know, fake. They're they're fake shoes. Like they're they're you know they're like Nikes, but they're from like China. And yet, you broke Rudy. Like, wear shoes and like you know, kind of take two dollars a piece. And there's nothing that. It has to be intentional. Wow, beating this Kevin Rudy's fucking crying. Two dollars shoes. Um, like brow beat the price down to like fifty dollars, like ten dollars, and my girlfriend can't be near me. She has to go somewhere else. As I'm like yelling at this guy in Spanish, uh, I just think his shoes are too expensive until he like gives up. He You're hearing him talk from three rooms away. I think he's talking about arguing with a Dominican about shoe prices. But then I give him. There are no Dominicans like in Canada. Too far. Uh, it's just like a thing, you know. I, I beat him into a bullet, and I'm like, "Look, I'm a, I'm a generous guy." This is nuts. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I hope it's not intentional. I hope it's not intentional. Am I a bad person? Twenty profit on the fucking shoe, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna keep listening to all of you guys. See you later. Thanks so much, Kevin. Thanks Kevin, we love bud. you. You're a crazy person. <laughs> Here is Kevin for the next three minutes. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four, Privet. <laughs> oh, my God. They were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. They were the last people you'd expect to be involved in anything strange. It's the first fucking page. I fucking hate they it. They didn't, didn't hold with such nonsense. Mr. Dursley was the director of a firm called Running, which made drills. It was a big, beefy... Man with a hardly any neck. Although he did have a very large mustache. Mrs. Dursley was thin and blonde and had nearly twice the usual amount of neck. Thin and blonde. She was black-haired in the movie. She spent so much of her time craning over garden fences. Spying on... It started over. We're just going to put a pin in that one. We're going to put a pin in it. No, I want it more. I'm now laying on the floor. All right, here's Kevin again. What could he have been thinking? Oh, my God. It must have been a trick of the light. Oh, my God. Mr. Doug, Mr. Dursley blinked and stared <laughs> at the Dudley. cat. It stared back. As Mr. Dursley drove around the corner up the road, he watched the cat in his mirror. It was now reading the sign that it's said Professor McGonagall. She's an animator. Looking at the sign. Cat couldn't read maps or signs. Mr. Dursley gave himself a little shake and put the cat out of his mind. As he drove towards town, he thought of nothing except the large order of drills he was hoping to get that day. He was a drill merchant? Yeah. Not in the movie, the right? Drills were dr- driven out of his mind by something else. Profession in the film. Yeah, I think that in the usual morning traffic dude. jam, he couldn't help but notice that there were, seemed to be a lot of strangely dressed people about, people in cloaks. I remember that in the movie Mr. Dursley couldn't bear people who dressed in funny clothes. To get up oh, why are you so caught in Yankee the old dandy? Some new stupid fashion. You ever see how they used to dress the, the dandies? Steering wheels, as I fell in the huddle of these weirdos standing quite close by. They were whispering excitedly together. Mister Dursley was enraged to see that a couple of them weren't young at all. Why that man had to be older than he was. 
and he was wearing an emerald green cloak. Typical Tory. Him. <laughs> but then it struck Mr. Dursley that this was probably some silly stunt. These people were obviously collecting for something. Yes, that would be Save it. The traffic moved on, and a few minutes Hold later, it up. Mr. Dursley arrived what happened? in the Grunnings parking lot. I dropped sun-kissed all over the fucking desk. Oh, oh shit. The <laughs> Wait, how? Is you weren't even there? at the desk. I was trying to press a button. I just heard the sensor button and then to, chaos. I was trying to press the horse. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? Oh, there's a towel in here. Oh, come on. Do, we, do I need to do anything? Is the, is the voicemail still playing? No, oh, yeah. thank God. No, it's not? No. no. I it on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, folks, uh, Steven's holding up the roadcaster Whoa. while Tristan grabs a old towel that's been in the corner of the room for God knows how long. Move the, move the ashtray. I know. <laughs> Jeez. This is kind of fun, guys. I wish Keenan and Kel were here. They could slurp it up. Kel loved orange juice in the show. Orange soda in the show. Alright, thanks so much for the voicemail, <laughs> Kevin. Sorry, I was actually looking forward to listening to more. It's been probably been like 15 years since I read that. Turf enabler. Here's Kevin. Dursley Fox, I'm rewarded. The wind. <laughs> just, just, it's just a prank, guys. Oh. <laughs> I'm having, I don't care if you guys are finding this funny, but I'm having a lot of fun. And I it's think hilarious, dude. What matters, because it's costing me money. <laughs> True, I forgot about that. We just oh, dropped fine. a band. Um, uh, I was actually calling because I remember during the show you guys were talking about uh, pedophile stuff and true crime stuff. Yeah. Um, like that boy going missing and stuff like that. Uh, I wasn't sure if you guys were John Benet Ramsey fans. Oh, yeah. Um, like of the mystery, not of like the girl herself, obviously. <laughs> I just wasn't sure if any of you, I maybe full circle and see if you guys have any, you know, what side of the camp, because I know it's yeah. very... Uh, of the size of the camp for John Benet Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like RDI, PDI. Yeah. Probably ADI, closer to 250,000. You know? I'm personally. Hello, Hoax. On the RDI oh. um, But uh, I'm just wondering if you guys had any thoughts on it. Kind of sounds like. Kind of sounds a lot like, uh, like porn acronyms, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a real. PDI. <laughs> uh, that John Benet Ramsey can really, uh, you know, take an IDI. The face. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's it, guys. A child, Kevin. I, I, I'm all, all out of steam. Just I know age of consent laws are two Bye. in Canada, but in America, we don't fuck kids. A guy that I know behind closed doors um, that knows and by bad people. I get, I, a guy that I know that knows a lot about um, conspiracy theories introduced me to one that was super cool that I now believe, um, and it's that uh, John Benet Ramsey was stolen from her family um, and then brainwashed and planted with a new Illuminati family um, in Missouri uh, and became the one and only Katy Perry. <laughs> That's an interesting theory. Were they the same age? Roughly. Huh. Oh, maybe. 
My only thoughts on John Benet Ramsey. It's a cool name, John Benet Ramsey. It is a cool name. Think she gives good financial advice. If she were still alive today. Of all the things that I thought you were going to say, yes, I agree. She probably does give good financial advice if she's alive and with Who us. Who gets it? Dave Ramsey, the financial guy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Lots the, of books. Yeah, I don't, lots of. I books. don't know who John Benet Ramsey is. If you ever want a book, a young child that went missing and was never found. Oh, mm-hmm. you don't know John Benet Ramsey? No. She was like a beauty queen kid, like three year old. Mm-hmm. Three oh, years really? Old. You know, we're just John Benet Ramsey. Like, it was like the Lindbergh baby of yeah, the early nineties. Like one of the Wait, biggest that? cases of all time. All right, uh, but. Uh, my only thing I have to say about John Benet Ramsey is that uh, there's a conservative YouTuber named Flecka's Talks. You remember Flecka's Talks from 2017, 2018? No, I can't say I do. Um, he got really in with like Candace Owens after a while. It's like cringe. Uh, but he used to, he, he had a spoon tied to a microphone and you go into like women's marches and shit and like ask them questions and he lets them hang themselves, you know? Uh, but before he became that, he was like some really funny kind of outsider comedy guy in uh, in LA for what I've seen because he had he put on a stage production of the John Benet Ramsey um, uh, thing and uh, do you guys do you guys remember Chelsea lately yeah Chelsea Handler do do you do you remember Nugget yeah the tiny midget Mexican oh, may yeah. he rest in peace yeah. he had Fleckas had him play John Benet Ramsey that's weird which is really fucking funny that's very funny um, really fucking funny he had like a blonde wig on and a dress uh, that's all I have to say about John Benet Ramsey here is someone this such is a familiar phone number I think it's Chris yeah it's Chris <laughs> Probably some sort of song from his new cartoon that you shouldn't watch. I don't think, I think it's has some sort of demonic energy with it. The art was, style was demonic. FX twin shit. Was it actually? I don't know. He it's has such like a it. crazy look on his face. This is who I thought was Chris again. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yep. Uh, again, okay, so my sister, I, I'm abandoning bits now because whatever. It doesn't matter. I have to pee really bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to be quick. But my, my sister mouth is listened, open. To the, uh, listened to the episode that I was on, and she said, 20 minutes into the podcast, I think you're acting watered down. Uh, you said you're obsessed with Joe Rogan, and in this podcast, you're like, eh, I agree with all of you, and eh, just eh, and my mm. sister saw him, so, mm. but it was like her first comedy show. Uh, this is his sister who's talking to him? That's yeah. Who listened to the episode? Like, it wasn't actually funny, and you wouldn't have been laughing. I'm not impressed with you so far. So that was her first text to hmm. at me. Um, kind of a bitch. And I told her that I talked about my mom having sex with my friend. Based. And uh, she said, no. Based alert. Uh, I'm just laughing. I'm just listening to see. Sorry, I'm just listening to see you and your snobby friend say anything else about me not knowing what's actually funny. He's not sounding like himself here. Yeah, he started sounding not like himself at all. This is Chris, though. Hey, uh, she then texted me back that she uh, listened to the whole thing. Oh. Uh, I asked what she thought about you guys, and uh, she said, um, "I think they're obnoxious." Okay. They talk way too much and talk over you guys slash interrupt all the time. Not me. Poor Liv was just trying to tell a story, and then once she finally got to tell it, uh, they interrupted her mm-hmm. every two seconds. I, I did not enjoy them personally. I don't give a shit. And then she sent me a picture of her child. Don't give a uh, shit about the kid either. So, hey, have a good one. 
Uh, love you, boys. Hopefully love you, too. too long. I don't want to be a Kevin about it. Oh! Uh, you can go to ITK, whatever the fuck is fake that website is. Yes, sir. Uh, I love you very much, guys. He puts a lot of work into it. ITKH.ca? Rudy's a nice boy. I think it's dot .net. Didn't he spite us or something to make it .net one time? Thank .gov. If you're in Canada, you can probably do .gov. It, over there, if a government site are dot par parliament. <laughs> there you go. Also, if you're, gonna, if you're no. gonna complain about us interrupting people on the show, I would ask Chris's sister to go back and listen to fucking eighty other episodes where I'm interrupted constantly. It's a shame. Mm. It's a shame that your nephew or niece is gonna be raised by such a bad person, Chris. Yeah. Um, I'm very sorry. I didn't know you had an older sister who had kids. I thought you had a younger sister and a younger brother. Who are you? Here's Rob. I'm thinking about leaving my wife. All right. <laughs> Wet hair. Is your anniversary a good time to break the news or to have <laughs> my wife serve? Um, let me know. Hopefully this voicemail reaches you with God's grace. God bless. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. What a doler voicemail. <laughs> There's not even a joke in there. I think I'm going to leave my wife as... The anniversary a good time with a child clearly in the back <laughs> what, are, what are what are what are your thoughts boys uh you should stay with your wife she's very funny well as blink 182 said on stay together for the kids uh 50 of all um, american marriages ended divorce so it's completely natural you, so you could have just cited statistics <laughs> so, <laughs> you have to bring in like it's a also not in the, it's not in the song it's only in the music oh. video so uh hey rob here's your holiday i hope you enjoy it this time you gave it all away it was nine but now you're dead and gone here's a, <laughs> rob i hope things end up well between you and your significant other i don't give a shit either way uh if if you if you decide to do it though, uh, send the papers to us so we can serve the black yeah, on air. Yeah, hey, that'd be cool. Uh, now, now this he told me not to play this one. He said he, it wasn't his best, Rob. So let's just listen to it. I'll, I'll yeah. edit it out. But. Boys, so I listened to the most recent episode. Heard about Chris and Olivia. Very sad. But then I had a realization. I'm not actually thinking about divorce. Okay. Your show makes me want to because okay. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was way funnier. <laughs> it's still going though. <laughs> so what's he doing, Rob? Hello. I'm waiting for the voice on the end so I can delete it. <laughs> was he trying to delete the voicemail? <laughs> Pendejo Robo over here. Let's just see what happens. Hang up the phone, Hang up the phone Rob. <laughs> the child returns. <laughs> <laughs> the voice held his dance. <laughs> you, you have to call him and beg him. <laughs> I, no, I'm just going to tell him to keep it in. It's my voicemail now. It's my voicemail. <laughs> that's that so, Rob, that's so funny. That was a really funny. I don't even know if that was on purpose or not. Rob, that's so bed. funny, man. He was trying to get to the Google voice menu on his phone to where he can delete what he just said. 
<laughs> I'm sorry we make you want to get divorced, man. That shit's funny as fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, uh, already around the one hour mark, I said, all right, I'm going to cap this off. Now we're at two Hell hours. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this rather strange rambling. Well, every episode, let's be honest, is strange and rambling. This is one of those episodes where uh, we're, we should be thankful for having very funny listeners. Definitely. Because the voicemails carry this. <laughs> Definitely. They made it all worthwhile. Uh, thank you so much to Christian for buying some merch from the Horsehouse Launchcott. Uh, there are still some fine art prints available from Tristan on Instagram. Yeah. Please buy the Elton John print from me, $25. I'm trying to buy a swag lamp for the new house. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in getting a theatrical release poster of Birdman or the unexpected virtue of ignorance, uh, I'll sell it for you for a, a, a non-expensive price. The volume up, stress level down uh, t-shirt that I made for the horse house for that great detailed drawing of the mascot listening. Is he shooting up? No, he's not. There's a crack pipe on the coffee table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, only one t-shirt sold. I kind of spent a lot of time drawing that. <laughs> but for some reason, when I imported it, it, it showed up as a half transparent on the shirt. Yeah. So I fooled around with it for a while. Couldn't get it right. So I just published it. Why didn't you just right. send it to me? It's the, the file's fine. It's just the way mm. it's putting it on the t-shirt. Well, it? Once Christian gets it, hopefully he'll send me a picture. We'll see how fucked up it is. 82 in the books. Thanks so much for listening. We, you know, we got to go. It's done. The podcast is done. 20 episodes left. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay. You got to get the hell out of here. All right, buddy. Episode 82 in the books. 20 episodes away from the last episode ever. Thanks so much for listening. We didn't kill the entire cast of the Ghostbusters. I'm happy about that. Uh, We got a little closer to world peace, I think. Uh, That's all I got to say. Hey, goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Please be kind while there's still time. God bless. Chris, your sister's mean as shit. Yeah, it's something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. Hey, hey, I hope yeah. you had the time. Oh, oh shit! Wa- sorry. Before we end the episode, Hulu Green. I'd say, yeah, hey, fuck you to your sister, but your mom's probably already fucking her. Bye bye. There's a Mexican dead on a power line. He's deader than yesterday's communion wine. He was trying to get something he couldn't afford for free A poor man stealing electricity His heart went da 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 Ten thousand volts, now he's gone Hanging on a cross high above Babylon Hey baby, ain't that just like you and me? Love is like stealing electricity. Two hearts go da 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 When the poverty of your spirit and the weakness of your flesh go dancing every night through other people's trash. You don't love yourself, woman, what the hell you doing with me? You're gonna 
burn, baby burn from steel and electricity. Two hearts go da 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 We climb so high in search of a kindred soul. Then we grab hold of a live wire up on a highline pole. The laws of nature say you get nothing for free. And love is like steel and electricity. Mexican dead on a power line He's deader than yesterday's communion wine He's trying to get something he could not afford for free Just a poor man stealing electricity His heart went da 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 Sorry that this episode, hey, this is Tristan Horse from the editing suite of the Welcome to the Horse House podcast. Sorry this episode was so late. I've really been trying not to do that. Uh, I moved. I, uh, I, I moved homes. I actually share a home with Stephen and Patrick now. But sorry this episode was so late. It, it's hard to edit a two-hour podcast when you are moving Furniture and clothes and knickknacks and 700 records. It's hard to find time to edit. So I'm very sorry, guys. Please forgive me. That was Tom Russell's Stealing Electricity. Great song. All right. Bye-bye. God bless.